so we left off in. Is this working? <coughs> oh. So we're going to listen to the recording. Yes. I think that the recordings that we did in the Beit Midrash are the ones that are going to be the worst because the background noise of the Beit Midrash, it's going to be very hard to, for people to hear whatever was, uh, whatever was recorded. <clears throat> anyway, but my voice is also fading out, so. The, uh, okay, so we left off in, uh, in, Melech Oyt Zagal Mishpat, right? That was the last, that was the last talk, okay. I missed that one. What? You missed that one? Okay, well, you know, the, that recording should be clear. Because that recording was, was, that in, the, that was, was in the room. That was the best room we Yeah, that was in a good room. So, um... What, what did you say about Staka and Mishpat? Did you talk about how those seem to be like the underlying themes of the Tanakh? We didn't talk about that, actually, so maybe no? we need to talk about that. Comes up a lot, Staka and Mishpat, no? Mm-hmm. It comes up a lot throughout. Uh, I mean, That's Abraham Avinu. There seems to it. Some, it just seems well, like. Terms right? Okay. Well, yeah, so it's what do you think? What do you think? I mean, I don't think it needs to stack in the sense that we see the protest. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a really um, loaded statement. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> But no. um, and then what does it mean that it's the, he's the melech that's ohev stakamishvat? Meaning that's that's what he wants. If he loves it, that's what we should be striving for, right? What does it mean for God to love? Him? Right. right, right. So, so that so just to define stakam mishpat first. So what we focused on in the bracha was the idea of shoftim and yoatzim. That uh, that the idea that you want people who are leaders who enable the people to make Hashem their king, not people who become who become the recipients of kavod or the recipients of uh, or the, the possessors of power, but people who are actually educating the uh, leaders that educate the people towards following Hashem. That's the, that's the uh, that's the objective of, of real leadership. That was what we talked about. But Tzedakah and Mishpah we didn't really talk about. So Tzedakah and Mishpah, that's from, you know, it goes all the way back to Avraham Avinu, where it says, Dishmur der Hashem, so Tzedakah and Mishpah. But yeah, it's a, throughout the Tanakh, you find the emphasis on Tzedakah and Mishpah. So what's the, uh, what's the difference between Tzedakah and Mishpah? What's the definition of Tzedek? The Rambam talks about it a lot. In the Moran Bukhim, talks about it. But what is, what is Tzedek? What is Tzedakah? It comes before Mishpat, I think. Yeah, I would think it would be the other way around, no? Why? Because isn't, isn't Mishvat like uh, law, what you should do, what you ought to do, and then Tzedakah being above what you should do? Mm, I don't... I think I think Tzedakah is usually like exactly the, the letter, it's like the letter of what, what is owed to someone. Like Tzedakah, for example, in the context of giving someone, I mean, there's a poor person that approaches you for money. No. So the, Tzedakah is that person should have what they need. So like you, you, your mitzvah tzedakah in that context is making sure that they have what they need. Is it mishpat? So mishpat is is like yeah. you deserve when you get justice. No, no emotion. Mishpat. When I think of tzedek, I think when I think of because tzedakah is tzedek, right? And uh, tzedek is uh, like you said, tzedek is what is what the person deserves. Meaning tzedakah means meeting the needs of the person. And the Rambam says it in the, towards the end of the Moran Bukhim because he talks about where, where he talks about the Pasuk from Yishayahu that I am Hashem that loves you know that does Tzedek Mishpat and, uh, uh, and Tzedakah right so it has all three terms there 
it has all three terms in, in Yeshayahu, or in Yirmiyahu rather, in that, uh, in that Pasuk. That's the Pasuk in, in Yirmiyahu. So the, uh, <coughs> so, the, uh, so the Rambam defines them. <coughs> Tzedek means, means what, what's ne- what the person needs. Tzedek is, actually literally means um, to be right, right? Liot Tzedek means to be, to be righteous, right? To be correct, to be right. To be meeting the needs of the creature is Tzedek. Tzedakah means if you see a person that needs $100 and you gave them $100, as it said. Okay, that's why tzedakah is if the person needs more because let's say they came, they're accustomed to riding, uh, riding in a car. They don't have a car. You tell them, well, why can't you just ride a bike? So that's not considered tzedakah because tzedakah is addressing them, you know, in terms of what they need. You know, like it says uh, in Hilchot tzedakah, you have a principle that you have to. Uh, you have to look at the needs of the person, including their psychological needs, including their social needs. In order to maintain their lifestyle, you have to address that and provide them with whatever is you know, missing for that person. Not in terms of the absolute, but in terms of the individual addressing what's necessary for them to function uh, and, and, and uh, providing it to them. That, that's tzedakah. Seems like mishpat seems like it's more in the realm of law. Right? Realm of law. Except that law, the difference between tzedek and mishpat, I mean, between tzedakah, tzedakah seems to address an individual, right? Meaning it has to do with finding out what, it's more concerned with the particular needs of the individual, I would say, just intuitively, just offhand. You know, when you think about tzedakah, genuine tzedakah, tzedakah in accordance with what the halakha prescribes is supposed to be tailored to the particular needs of the individual. Whereas mishpat is the opposite of that. Mishpat is actually law for everyone. Usually you have mishpat echad, right? Chuka echad u mishpat echad yelechem. It has to be one. <coughs> mishpat means a general principle. That's the same for everyone. I feel like tzedakah, intuitively, I'm just saying that based on the way that it's used, right? Tzedakah usually means that it's something, tzedek usually means that it's addressing the particular needs of the individual. Tzedek is usually more voluntary. I want to see what the Rambam actually does. Yeah, go ahead. Mishpat is more mandated... Mm-hmm. That's also true. And, and like mishpat is something that you think of in the context of a court case. You know, when you have a conflict, when you have a dispute, and somebody, and, and an authority has to come in and impose the law. But what is really mishpat? Mishpat means that there are principles of law and they're being applied to the case. It's going the opposite of tzedek. Because tzedakah is, I determine, like what the angel funds does in our community, right? We determine, I mean, I don't do it. I, I shouldn't say we what the malachim of the angel fund in our community do, like they assess what, where the, what the person's expenses are, what the person's needs are. They have, right? It's George and his wife. Right. They have a, they have a, they have a, uh, you know, and they, right. Those who are, no, I'm saying the concept of it, right? The concept of it is actually to assess where the person is financially, uh, you know, what their needs are, and then, to, to find out how to what they actually need to be able to get where they need to go and the you know and that's that's tzedakah because it's genuinely trying to find what the person needs and address those needs as adequately as as possible right in the, in the wisest way possible as opposed to as opposed to mishpat which goes the opposite it doesn't start with the needs of the individual it actually starts with the law right mishpat is applying of the principles of the law to a case. So that case may or may not involve more than before first. then, sorry. Yeah. Right. It's, it starts with civil order, really. It's, it's, I mean, the, the ideal of mishpat is not having to actually get to the case that you're trying to correct. 
Here, here the Rambam and the Rambam he defines it exactly. Okay? Because he talks about this Pasuk Tzedakah. He says, Hamilat Tzedakah hi nigzeret min tzedek. This is Perak Nun Gemel in Moran Nebuchim. We haven't even, we haven't actually opened Moran Nebuchim the whole time. I just had it next to me the whole time. Right? Uperosho lehavi lekol bal zechut et hamagialo. And like, he has such a nice, you know? It's exactly it. Right? To give every person who has rights what they deserve. Right? So, uh, like, and, and truthfully, like, Socrates has, you know, so- there's, a, there's a dialogue of Socrates where he's asking what is, you know, what is justice? What is, and, um, and the, uh, and so I always t- say to my kids about defining, I always use that as an example of defining uh, terms, justice. What does fair mean? What does fair mean? Okay? Like, tzedek means fair, but it means fairness, essentially. So I said, what is tzedek? I say to them, does that mean giving everybody the same? Because they think, they'll say, oh, tzedek means everyone gets the same. Fair means everybody gets the same. I said, really? So a, a, a one-year-old baby should get the same size steak as, the, as, as a 20-year-old? Because it's the same? No. You have, so then what do you see? You have to see what the needs are of the person. Everyone's needs being met adequately, that's called tzedek. It has to be tailored to the individual. Correct? Oh. Chavon. Did you pray already? Yeah. Oh, okay. How are you feeling? I just didn't sleep because I was cold. Oh. I'm feeling the same as yesterday. Okay. We're talking about we're talking about tzedek and melech uh, tzedakah and mishpat. You didn't really miss much. We just we just basically started. Why don't you give that one to me and get a hot coffee? Oh, you, we, uh, he needs it. It's okay. We're gonna go after. Okay, let's not let's not let's not get distracted off the point. Okay, so tzedek umishpat. We're talking about melechoy tzedakah umishpat. Even though we talked about it yesterday, we're wrapping up the point of tzedek umishpat because the question was asked about those terms. So the Moran of Uchim in Nun Gimel he defines tzedek exactly as we just defined it before, which is every person gets what they deserve. And the example I was giving of fairness, like when I, you know, when a kid thinks of fairness, they think everybody gets the same, but that's not really true. It's everybody gets what they need. That's the definition of tzedek. The Rambam says it's... So, exa- so it tzedek means, is making people whole. I love his language. is so, so simple. Lehavi lekol bal zechut et hamagialo. That's it. Yeah. Like so clear. So, right? So that's the... Veliten lechol matzui minanimtsaim kefi haraoilo. That's it. That's like, that is the definition of tzedek. It's like a beautiful formulation, perfect formulation of the term, right? What is he, and then he talks about chesed. Chesed means going beyond that, right? That's what he would call chesed. I like the uh, chesed for forbidden relationship. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> you should love each other, but uh, there's a uh, yishkvul. Chesed meaning chesed any excess. Any excess, right. Even if it's bad. It can be a bad excess, right. Right, right, exactly. That's one of the interpreters says, Olam chesed yibaneh. Did you ever see this? There's a midrash on the Olam chesed yibaneh because brothers and sisters had to marry because they didn't have, you know, everyone was related in the beginning of the, in the beginning of Bereshit. Olam chesed yibaneh. Anyway, so then he says, Aval milat mishpat. He says, milat mishpat. Uadin kefi aruauyala nidon yel letov o lenekama. Okay, what does it mean, letov lenekama? That means, Mishpat is concerned with the needs of society. Okay? Like you were saying, order, the order of society. So that means sometimes it's not going to be about addressing what you need as an individual. Sometimes it's going to be about nikama. It's going to be a punishing, correcting someone who is... Uh, now, you could say, well, that's also their need because they need to be, uh, you know, they need to be able, they need to be corrected by that experience and it benefits them. And that's true, bigadol, it does benefit them. But the, uh, 
but the immediate concern of mishpat is actually societal concern. The immediate concern of a mishpat is not, oh, this criminal, what can we do to help him live a better life? It might, it's true that we that it might serve that purpose, but the real purpose is to impose order, to maintain the order in society and the law in society, and that's why a nidon will either have uh, it will either have sometimes a benefit from the process of mishpat, and sometimes he'll be punished in the process of mishpat. But the, the, the so, melech ohev What does it mean to, so, so, that a melech ohev mishpat? That was the other question. Before we get to is making society, making <clears throat> an individual whole that is otherwise not whole, and making society whole right. because it's not, not not yet perfected. Because right, because mishpat is law, so the law has to reach every. Like there's a there's a famous uh, bumper sticker type slogan that says. Um, uh, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere, right? Meaning in order to have justice, justice means that the entirety of whatever is subject to the rule is, you know, is, is in order. If you have any kind of aberration, then it's not a really just society. Or it's not, it has, you have to work, uh, you have to strive for the ideal that every component part of the society is governed by the law, governed by the principle, right? And that there aren't uh, uh, free radicals operating. Right now, you can see from that also why it's ohev mishpat because ohev means it's a it's a it's a yearning, it's a seeking, it's a moving towards. It's not something that you reach it and it's done. Right? There's a ohev means something you are striving for. God wants us to work towards it. It even says Hashem is oseh mishpat and chesed and tzedakah ki be'elechafatzti. This is what I want. Right? That's what it says in the in in the navi ki be'elechafatzti neum Hashem. So he, he does it, but he wants us to continue that because it's an ongoing process of addressing the needs of the briot and also establishing order and a, uh, a system of, of law and principle to govern society to make sure that those laws and principles are governing every element of society and that so, there, aren't, uh, there isn't injustice festering. Just to, on the, I, I'm looking at this in a much more like personal perspective, mm. progression of the brachot. It's like, fits very nicely, it's like, you have your parnasa from Barei Chalim, let's say, and then you have your land, which gives you like an additional level of security. Your state, your, your, your nation. Order, right. It's not really going to help you much. Exactly, so exactly. Like it builds on it. Once you have a community, so now you need leaders and order and law. That So tzedek is really about the individual receiving what they need, and mishpat is about ensuring that the individuals don't uh, take away from the society as a whole, that the individuals remain under the same law, that law... Uh, govern society that they remain that they're all on the same track basically that everything is ultimately on the same track and there's nothing disrupting or disturbing or taking away from that unity of the uh, the unity of the of the nation Which, because the unity of the nation comes from unity of purpose and unity of law reflects unity of purpose so the system of law is what practically lima say unites the people in the you know in terms of their common vision it's great because then the meaning... which explains why Moshe Rabbeinu was sitting and doing mishpat all the time Right, he was teaching them, and he was doing mishpat. In other words, he was teaching them the laws, and then bringing them into order with the laws, making sure that there was nothing compromising or undermining the, you know, the the, the expression of those those chukim among the people. At some point, like, our tendency today would be that somebody who's on the level of Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu in terms of his ability for Yediyat Hashem would most likely not be spending his time. Like the lowly matters of the That's exactly what they're all, how the Ral Bag interprets what Yitro's problem was. He says, uh, why, why are you involved with this when you can be involved in, with Dvarim Shebiru Moshe Lulam? You're involved with the, this guy stole 10 bucks from this guy, you're going to be uh, dealing with that. You know, it's, it's not for you to be dealing with. That, that was exactly the concern I that, thought we that, were, that I Ral Bag I understood it said. as Yitro was right. 
The devil's in the details. And and it's interesting that you say that. I like that because um, because when Moshe Rabbeinu said that the shoftim that he appoints under you know because he takes Yitro's advice, the shoftim he says every big thing I will handle, and every small thing they will handle, and it said because he said it was small, he got he had an onesh that he didn't know the answer to right the, 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 right, right the, the, you know the answer to certain questions because. He said it's small. It's not small. small it's still. It's if he, so. That's why later on the words davar kashe, right? Uh, Meaning it, anything that is harder, I'll handle it. But if you know, not that it's less significant. <laughs> that it's some things are harder. Right, right. Not less significant because the details are significant. That's what expresses, you know, if, for an idea to really be absorbed into society, it should express itself at every level. Just like the laws of nature, the, the tiniest molecule, the tiniest thing, expresses the same laws as the largest thing. There's no, it, it works itself all the way down. So that should be true in a in an ideal society. So there's nothing katan about it. That's why it says that a din of a pruta is just as important in a bet din. You, like if there's a if there's a lawsuit of millions of dollars and a lawsuit of one pruta, whoever got to the bet din first, they go first. It doesn't matter, right? That's the halacha. It makes no difference as long as it's a, it has to be a pruta minimum, you know. But, but the uh, but as long as it's a, as as long as they arrived first, they get they get the first opportunity to. It's probably the same character flaw. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. So, mm-hmm. <coughs> so, right. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Right. He understands tzedek. Tzedek is he doesn't do chesed in the area of eating <laughs> to himself. <laughs> chesed. Who every time we every time I felt like last night at the end of the meal we could have said chesed. Who you know, that's too much. <laughs> It's not that typical thing that we... It's in the Viduyim of Yom Kippur, it is mentioned, yeah. Yeah, but you're right, you're right. Any attachment... We're truly Hasidim in the area of coffee, for example. We, we, yeah, the Ramban, yeah, the Ramban. It's like, it's like food is like one of the things that all Jews are 
Right. right, the Ramban gives that as the example. How a person could eat kosher food and eat just constantly be eating and they, there's no higher purpose. They didn't violate any Yisurim. But, but it, being zolil v'sove is, uh, <coughs> is not a positive thing. So that's a matter of... It's like we were talking about yesterday. So I'm about to say... Materialism? Like, like the New York Jewish world? Yeah. It's like so extravagant and it's getting so expensive and extravagant in terms of the type of food that's available. Also, you have like, it's very similar to that whole... It's the Americans mostly here, though, too. But like, the point of... Yeah, the French, too. ...use the food for higher goals. Completely lost on. Yeah. The, the only higher goal is to be able to go again. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a big problem. You're absolutely right. It's also a waste of resources that could be. I mean, it's a, you're saying the same thing, but I mean, I look at it both sides. I look at it in terms of like the the addiction to pleasures, but then there's also the fact that the the resources that are expended on on momentary pleasures could be used for so many better things that are longer lasting and more significant. That's something that I think actually Tim and Fred are very careful about. Where like to an extreme they don't have a restaurant culture at all. Charedim. Also, they have like in some of the Charedim communities, the rabbis have made like takanot about limiting the amount you're allowed to spend on weddings, limiting the amount you're allowed to spend on on smachot, in order to teach a, a principle. Because obviously, they have their people who are more wealthy and can afford extravagant things and probably would do it, and then people who wouldn't. And uh, and but but the people who uh, but this way that there's a there's a limit so there's a ceiling so that it's, it actually teaches a real value to the people and uh, it's one of their it is one of their strong suits and also chesed is by the way like a bo- yeah. a, most of the most I don't want to say most because I didn't count and it's not fair but many of the most outstanding bali chesed are the Haredim so and yeah. they uh, right. yeah it's, so we have to give them a lot of credit anyway. So that's Melech Ohev Tzedakah because it's a process. It's Ohev, meaning it's, that's why during the Aseret Yimei when the judgment is actually happening, we say Melech HaMishpat, right? Not Ohev, because Ohev implies that he's seeking for it to happen, whereas when it's actually happening, a Melech HaMishpat. Uh, so why do we just go to Melech HaMishpat? Because now we are, during that time, only focused on the communal and not on the... We're, well, the judgment is being formed. The judgment is essentially, really is communal. It's your judgment in the context of Am Yisrael. Even though even every individual gets a judgment, the reason why there's a Gzar Din that's fixed is because it's all interconnected. It's communal. At that point, there's no moving towards that. It's not a moving towards Mishpat. It's happening. Right? So... Uh, and again, that doesn't mean God changes. That just means that our relationship with God changes, which is always something you have to keep in mind. Oh, you mean there's no tzedakah in there? Yeah. Ah, here. Because the emphasis is on the mishpat component. But our tefillot reflect, like I said, like we said in the first note. The needs of the individual are the focus, as opposed to the assessing the individual in terms of the universal law that applies to everybody. Right? Is the mishpat. So or bringing the individual into line with the law that applies, with the universal law and purpose of the community. That's, that seems to be what Mishpat is. Can so you, if you, you explain to Ohev as continuously wanting this? Yeah, because we're supposed to be working on Mishpat all the time. We're supposed to be removing injustice all the time, as well as Tzedek. I mean, look at the Navi, you You're really into the Nevi'im. You know the Nevi'im emphasize that so much. Two different tracks. One is the poor 
there's the corruption and the injustice that's happening, as well as just taking care of the basic needs of the poor and indigent people that have been forgotten by society, that not, there's not necessarily somebody uh, uh, it, that is uh, persecuting them or oppressing them, but they simply don't have what they need and therefore, <clears throat> and therefore they need to be, that those concerns need to be addressed. So you have both. So the, um, but you know, we have Zion b'mishpat tipadeh right? These are the two things because when the person, because in order to have an Am Kadosh, a real Am Kadosh, what is it, what's required for Tzedek and Mishpat to happen is for the person to look beyond themselves, beyond their narcissistic and selfish attitudes and see the needs of others. First of all, assess their own needs realistically, not think that constantly indulging themselves is necessarily a good, like you said, to the also see the needs of others and also be concerned with mishpat, with the, uh, with the principles uh, that should be guiding society. Not, most people are only concerned with mishpat as something they need to work around or take advantage of to their, to their, uh, you know, for their personal use and needs. Um, but the idea of mishpat as an ideal to, to see a society that's organized in a principled and unified way is uh, something that requires stepping outside of yourself because most people will like think of the difference of like the way Chazal describe a person who loses a case in Bet Din should be really happy because they don't have any money that doesn't belong to them right meaning that they rejoice in the fact that the truth is being applied to their case the true principle is being applied not that okay so so I lost money yeah but I gained being I gained living in line with Mishpat I gained having the correct relationship with material goods, which happened to be in this case that I lost them. But that was the correct thing under the circumstances. So I'm, I, I'm Sameach that I have that. Because of the Simchaz and the Mishpat. Right? So that, as opposed to today, where in most cases where somebody's not going to think, I mean, let's be honest. I've seen, I've seen and heard of cases where that's happened in Batei Din, that the person was really a tzaddik and they, were, they, they went to the Bet Din because they wanted to make sure that whatever was happening financially was right and if, it was, if they were doing wrong, they wanted to get, not to have the money. Okay. Like I know that there are people who really think like that and that's a very high-minded person. That's a really, truly principled person. You know, mm-hmm. that's the ideal, to not to be, to, to not want. Son ebatza, right? What's a son ebatza? That means I don't want any money that doesn't belong to me. So uh, that I don't deserve. That's a sense of principle and an attitude towards material possessions that is that can can open the door to real kedusha because kedusha is using the material to serve the metaphysical to serve the transcendent. But I first have to have the right attitude and not have undue attachments to my material goods that obscure principles of mishpat. If I have an, an, if I have an, if I'm more attached to my the material goods than I am to the truth and to the mishpat, so then I'm not going to be able to think about those material goods as instruments of a higher purpose. So that's the uh, that's what we have in Melech Tzedakah Mishpat. So should we go to the next? Uh, okay. So. I actually think I have, oh, I do have. Um, uh, we're talking about stuck out, we can't not do it. This is what I have for my. I'm emptying out my stuck box from.
I should have brought the whole thing. Let me what I want to fit in my phone. Can we take the matbaot too? Shall? Shabbat shalom. Okay. So, uh, so laminim v'lamashnim. This is very interesting, and uh, I want to share with you. I want to share with you a. Uh, 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 Rambam that I think is really Minim Bacha obviously we know we always call the Amidah Shmon called Shmon right why do we call it Shmon because originally there were 18 Bachot and we always have to go through this whole explanation of how there were 18 Bachot but now there are 19 because there's a Minim right I want to show you something I, I know, so yeah so it was so I think it's so interesting because we don't think about it this way. We always say, well, we should really call it Chai Sway Bachot. You know, it's not really right. It's called There's a Ram, the way the Rambam presents the, the Malshinim, the Minim of the Malshinim, is really, uh, he actually distinguishes between the uh, between that Bachot and the other Bachot. Um, now, 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 I, now I, I ran out of Yeah, so he says, this is, this is an empiric. What? Uh, is that what he said? Yes. So he says. So he says. He, he says in in, in Perik Rishon he talks about all the generalities about Tfuma, and then in Perik Shini he says Bimeir Rabban Gamliel Rabu Aminim BiIsrael, and therefore Vayu Mitzirim LiIsrael UMesitinotan Nashuv Mechroy Hashem VeKevan Shorazo Shezog Dolam Mikol Tzorche Bnei Adam. So because they have the wrong, yeah. they have minut like we've been learning in Hilchot Avodah Zohar. Destroys everything, right? So, <laughs> so therefore, Amad u betino vidkin b'chachat shetiyeh b'shela milifni Hashem le'abed aminim. Ve'kava uta b'tfila k'deish te'arucha b'fiyakol v'nimtzu ha'bachot she'b'tfila chayisrei b'chot. Okay, so that's what ends up happening. So what's interesting is that you know, and before he had said that the chachamim were mitaken, um, the chachamim were mitaken the tfila. They they made the um, they, they made an order of the Kedeshu Aruchot Befiakol. He says that basically that Yesh Ben Shelat Kol Advarim Shen Kemo Avot Lekol Chavtei Ish VeIshul Tzorchei Atzibur Kulan. That's how he describes the Bakashot in the middle of the Amida, right? So that he that they made like the categories like we've been learning like Daat and Shuva and so on that are Avot. They include you know they include everything. Um, but now we, this is in the second parak, which is very interesting. He doesn't mention it until the second parak. He didn't have to. And then, right, what's the rest of the second parak of Hilchot Tefillah, Rambam experts? What's the rest of it? The next one is um, what's in the, the. He talks about all of the additions and all of the changes. He talks about the requirement in the first Bachatav Kavanah. And then he says, he talks about when a person can't have Kavanah, they say, Havinenu. Right, which people know about. And then he starts talking about Shabbatot and Yamim Tovim, that we have Sheva Bachot instead of, uh, you know, instead of the normal Bakashot, and how it changes. Barosh Hashanah, we change it. Biyom HaKippurim, we change it. And, uh, and then he talks about other additions, like, in the, like saying Hashem Sefatai Tiftach before, Yul Raton after, Rashi Chodeshim, we have, uh, we have uh, Yalev Yavo, on, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's very interesting. What I find fascinating about this Rambam is he doesn't have... With regard to all of, he could have easily just said there were nineteen bachot in the amida and they were metakeh nineteen bachot in the amida. Okay, 
some were done by the Enshei Knesset Agola, and Rabban Gamliel added an extra one. But he could have said that in the first parak where he describes the brachot of the Shmon Esrei, that there were 18 for the, the, that are the avot of Tzorchei Bnei Adam, and there's also a 19th one that Rabban Gamliel added. It should have been there. Instead, he waited to talk about it until he talks about all the additions and changes in the Amidah that are done under special circumstances. Right? It's a very interesting thing. What does that show you about how we thought of the minim, malshinim v'minim bracha? Theoretically, whenever you don't have an issue of minim, you should It's like an insertion in the Amidah, right? He considered it as an, um, an insertion during the time of Galut, when minut is a threat. Right? So it's a very interesting thing to put it there, meaning even though it becomes a fixed part that we say it every single time, so it's unlike the other editions because we say it every single time. Right? But, it's, but it's an addition because it's conditional on the circumstances that you have minim and, and, and you know, that are, that, right, since you're in a, in a situation of galut, we're exposed to minut, and that's still a thre- an, existen- an existential threat in the true sense to the Jewish people. So therefore, we have to have a bacha to uh, destroy the minim. So the, the okay. so, so, what? So a is somebody who like uh, would go to the government and say like like uh, a case of like kamtsa and bar kamtsa. You know, you go and tell the government that the Jews are doing this and that. You know, so the minim and malshinim are direct contrast to tzedakah and mishpat, meaning they disrupt tzedakah and mishpat. Uh, do they disrupt it? Yeah. Um, it's so, not an injustice, it's just they, they have a skewed view of boring around. But why is it here, is the question. I think he's asking, why is it here? He's saying, why is it that? Why, why is it here? It's, it contrasts well, you know, to the Yeah? Oh, because of Tzadikim? Yeah. So, uh, but, tzadikim. The, but, I, but, I, but first, one, one second. So, really, what does it teach you? What is Rabban Gamliel teaching you by making this a... Uh, so, the, the reason why I like this interpretation of the Rambam, first of all, is because it makes sense to call it still Shmon Esrei. Right. Right, because even right, we never changed it to Chayesrei because actually it's still fundamentally Shmona Esrei, right? But there's an extra bacha that we just happen to say every day. Every day that we wake up in a world with minut, we still have to say, right? Because it's still a threat. I think it's a really interesting way to think about it, right? Now, because it's still conditional, like in Yimot Hamashiach, you don't need to say la minim la mashinim because we're not going to be or something like that. I never saw one, but I'm going to write one and say that that's... You know, I'm just imagining that that would be the case based on that, right? The fact that he puts it together with other conditional uh, changes, like uh, you're in a case where you can't say the whole Amidah, say Havineinu. And if you're in a case where you where it's Rosh Chodesh, do this, and Shabbat, do this. So it's, it's reflecting the needs of the time. So if it became obsolete, it would become obsolete, right? So, the, uh, so why is it after... So there's actually interesting... Uh, Normally, I don't. Um, we haven't done much talk about the Ramban during this trip, so maybe it's worth worth talking about the Ramban. The Ramban talks about it in the beginning of Shoftim, in the beginning of Shoftim, where he talks about the Shoftim v'Shotrim. What is the very first? Uh, what is the very first topic after Shoftim Shoftim v'Shotrim? Shoftim v'Shotrim right? And what subject does it talk about in that very first? Guys, Balei Kriya, look at look at Rishon, look at Rishon. Look at Rishon of uh, of Shoftim. Right? Look and take a look at the Rishon of Shoftim and see what is the, after it talks about establishing the uh, the uh, judges and setting up the judges. What's the first topic that comes up? Look, tell us. You don't have to read it with Tamim. Just uh, like it, no. Look at the paragraph after. What does it talk about? After it talks about Shoftim and Shoftim, what does it talk about? Other than me tell you. Asherah. Asherah, but then it goes on to talk about more than that. 
The first case that it talks about the Bedin dealing with. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it for you. Okay. So, Shoftim v'Shoftim. What does it talk about? The first thing that it speaks about is after it talks about not bringing a balamum and all that. It says, Right? So the first case that it talks about a bet din having to deal with, right? Because they bring them and they get, right? So the Ramban says, because the first and foremost job of the Shoftim, what is the most basic and fundamental principle that has to be upon which everything else rests that has to be clear in a society, in a Jewish society, in an Am Yisrael society. It ha- it's the idea of Yichud Hashem. So the first thing is to uproot Avod You can't even start talking about the, the mishpat in, a, in, in things that are ben adam l'chavero if the foundation so of the society is an, it has Avod right? The foundation of the society is, is, uh, is tainted with Avod So he says... It's not even like it's not, it's not even like a, a command to get yourself in order first. It's, it's it just shows that it's the understanding of what Allah being at the center is part and parcel of the Ben Adam of experience. It's at the foundation because the whole the whole idea of really of mishpat and tzedek in the Torah is based on the fact Especially among Bnei Adam is B'Tselem Elokim, right? Especially, especially when it comes to why does it say, why does it say, Shofech Dam Adam, Badam Damoy Shofech Ki B'Tselem Elohim Asad Adam, right? So the the idea of recognition of God is at the foundation of true Mishpat. True Mishpat is applying the law of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to society, right? But if you have the wrong idea of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so then what do you do? So that's why he says the very first thing the Shoftim have to be concerned with is to make sure that the society is rid of Abu Dazara. So the people really appreciate what a, what a society of Tzedakah Mishpat is and can really have a society of Tzedakah Mishpat that can then graduate to being an Am Kadosh to remove the impediments to being an Am Kadosh. Okay? So this is the... So it makes sense that right after Shoftim Vishotrim you would have because, you're, because one of the primary things that the leaders need to do is ensure... Meaning, before those leaders can bring about if they're going to promote a society full of which is really the next bracha, which would be the next bracha if we didn't have the meaning of right? And then we would have to, if if it were, it, that would be their goal. Their goal would be to foster a society filled with tzaddikim and chasidim and, uh, and etc. etc. But it, the impediment is the meaning. So they first have to deal with the problem of the minim, and that's why Rabban Gamliel came, and he was mitaken that they uh, that they have this additional bracha of la minim v'la mashinim to uh, to address that that concern first. Rabban Gamliel was concerned about the Christians. I think that was the main minut that there was at that time, the potential for that. There were a lot of takanot that they did for that in brachot that says that they used. I think who mentioned it to Rabbi Phillips? Maybe you mentioned it about the aserat that they brought in the kriyat shema, right? So the aserat that they brought in the kriyat shema. Um, why did they take it out? Because of people who said that only the Aserot that they brought are Mina Shemaim. And Rashi says, Yeshuv Talmidav. It's censored from the regular Vilna Shas, but they've put, in, they've put back in a lot of those things nowadays, like in the Hagaot on the side. 
It'll say it in the Steinsaltz. I have it. Um, but he says that that was what they believed. And if you if you look at what their belief system was, especially the early days, um, the Ten Commandments. I mean, you hear it in Western society yeah. and Christian yeah. culture, the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments. It's very easy That's because they, 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 they do logic. And it's like, uh, if you want to sell religion to the masses, like everyone will see this as an These are a basic moral code. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody's going to argue with most of the things. The only thing that they were so, somewhat mistaken was the whole thing about lotas el chapes el bechol timuna. But but besides that, the uh, early ones probably didn't. Uh, the, the the funniest thing that I ever heard somebody say was, um, was when they were asked, you know, how could it be that you, it says right in the Torah that it says lotas el chapes el bechol timuna, and you're not supposed to make anything, and 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 you make statues, uh, and and you bow down to these statues uh, of of uh, you know of Otohaish, you know, how, how could you do that? And they said, the only problem with making statues is when it's not the real God, but since this is the real God, it's okay. It's like the worshiper of the Baal also thinks it's the real God. <laughs> anyway, so the, uh, so, right, so that's the, that's the Goyish logic. You know, it's, uh, anyway, Shabach Shemo, Shev Dilanu Menatoin, Venatan Lanu Toatemet. That's it. So the um, so the minim vala marshinim is yeah minatautim. I learned that from the Moroccan guy. He used to say that. That lo se tautim. That um so the minim vala marshinim al tivikva chol azetim vegiovedu chol echol. So there's different variations of this this bracha, as you know, and sometimes the verbs and the are different, but the idea is, and remember, every bochah that really we have... Threatened, right. means, like, don't let them succeed. Like, Malchut HaRishah is, I don't think so. I mean, maybe in his time he probably had that in mind. But, right. but I think, you know, we, we can understand it as, uh, you know, any organized uh, government or regime that is... Yeah, it was probably Romans. Weren't you saying, like, Christianity adapt, uh, like had yeah, a, I don't know if that was by the time of Rabban Gamliel, though. I have to check this. They, they, they yeah, uh, Romans, I think, but I, we have to check and see. Romans, right? Romans, Romans, but we, we have to. Do. Hmm? Roman time. Yeah, Roman time. Yeah. Right. It's what? During the very beginning, right. Right before the Maccabim time. He was looking for an in. Holy Romans, yeah. Right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so he was talking about that. Probably referring to it. Well, yeah, maybe he already started seeing that the, this religion of Minut is starting to attach itself to. Yeah. But to really, Malchut Arisha is generic enough that we can find the Malchut Arisha in any generation. You know, right. um, anyone that's based on uh, corrupt ideas and values is a Malchut Arisha for sure. So you know, and there's there's different girsaot, but I think that and we have to keep in mind that when we're talking about tefillah, we're talking also. You know, there, there's there's a tefillah to Hashem, but there's also a mandate for us. In other words, well, all, all in tefillah, there's always these are the tzrachim that we're also seeking in our own actions. We can't expect to say these tefillot and not be an active, you know, actively pursue these values. But it places our sense of why it's important to pursue the goal of uh, eliminating minut in the proper in the proper perspective, because a person can. Uh, sometimes people oppose minut just because it makes them feel insecure about their own beliefs or because they, or be, out of a sense of ego or out of a sense of, you know, they want to vanquish or, or want to uh, want to disprove the beliefs of others out of whatever kind of other motive there might be. So the, whenever we're putting something in the, con- in the context of tefillah, we're saying that it's something that's significant in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we should be doing it as a service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we're asking Hashem 
to to do it, of course, we're also committing to uh, make the effort on our part to do it, just like with tzedakah mishpat, when we say, oh, Hashem, uh, give us tzedakah mishpat. Obviously, that's up to us as well, our bechira as well. Why do we want a, a society of tzedakah mishpat? Not just because we want to make sure that we don't have to pay too much taxes and uh, we want to make sure nobody steals our stuff. No, it's because we have an ideal vision that we want it to be a... Uh, a, a society that is focused on and centered on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we want it to be a society that doesn't have it, we, the reason why we don't want the Minut is not because it makes us feel insecure or because we want to overpower them and subdue them or some other kind of a uh, a, 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 a value that's contrary to Torah the reason why we want it is because they're holding they're, they're an impediment to creating the society that serves God okay now we come to Allah Tzadikim so we saw Tzedek and Chesed. What? Oh, Zedim? Zedim are, well, we have that also in Chanukah, the idea of Zedim, right? So it comes from the same as like Zadon, people who are, uh, who are intentionally going against what's right, as opposed to Chataim. Chataim are people, Chotim are people who are doing things by accident. Zedim are people who are doing it, you know, with an intentional, they have an intentional agenda against whatever is true. Why is the Gersa Minim, why is it incorrect? Yeah. That's that what you're, you're assuming, but it says it in Filat Ben Etzion. I'm saying, so which one is it? Right, I mean, we, we accepted Zaydim versus Minim. I mean, there were different Girsaot from the, uh, you know, going back pretty far. I'm not sure, uh, we would have to look and, uh, I, from what I understand, there are Girsaot that go back pretty far of Minim, Zaydim. The rock was tampered with. Yeah, yeah, probably true. Yeah. Right, just like just like every sugya in the Gemara that talks about Akum. Yeah, it's true. Very true. And parentheses, right? Yeah, it's true about the Gemara also. Even in the sugyot that talk about minut or talk about anything about Akum. Yeah, figure out what's meant. Was there, what yeah, it's true. Was, was meant. It's yeah. true. There is a lot of censorship that creeped the more, in. The more is full of pussy all over. Right. Clear Instead of goy, yeah. yeah. It changed, and sometimes akum, and then they started... And also the, the Talmud that we have was sort of... It wasn't consistently changed over to any one way. So they would sometimes use the kutit as a stand-in for goy, but then they used akum, which was short for oved kochum and then some of the some of the Christian censors said Akum is Ovdei Christ Vimeri. So you're actually bashing us when yeah. you say Akum. So they start changing it to other. Is a, there were, so and then you that's why you find inconsistently some places you find Akum some of this uh, because it was different masechtot were at different times were edited in different ways and that's then we received it. Yeah, it's but the different appease people with language right. gets worse. You bend over don't backwards. Try. Don't don't be <laughs> bit <laughs> No, really, that's yeah. good. So, yeah. so, 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 yeah, even even if you look at uh, like websites in English that talk about, let's say Bishul Akum, they they purposely use like insider terms in Hebrew to refer to the non-Jew, so that a non-Jew that happens to be on this website is not going to be offended. You know, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
Yeah, that's right. Pretty soon, I was saying last night, they're pretty soon they're going to say Adam and Chava were also Palestinian. <laughs> 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 yeah. You can say anything and and like get away with it nowadays. Well, you could yeah. say in Congress, you could say Jesus and, and Palestinian. Can say in Congress that it's okay to, yeah. to call for Jewish genocide, so it's finished, that's it. There's no longer any... Uh... Yeah. No, it's not okay, it's just there's a context. It's a social context. When you give everyone an iPhone, and you give everyone a voice on the internet, all of a sudden... Yeah, because because nonsense and and because nonsense and and actual intelligent thought are now given exactly equal time and equal attention. Yeah. A platform. Not only a platform. You're training human beings to see themselves at the center of the world. Everybody has to listen to me. It leads to minut. It's derech minut. Derech minut. But and it's not. It's not. A, it's not only a joke because it does cultivate a feeling of self-centeredness, which is. But, and what the Rambam was saying that we we're reading yesterday about the way of thinking that's you know an un. Right. Like yeah. Like the. Yeah, at least give us this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The we is spelled I I. Only Chachamim. You have to pass some competency test. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a um, like we were saying yesterday with the Rambam and that that derech minut starts with undisciplined imagination and not being able to distinguish between imaginative musings and actual thought you know that's become even worse now that anybody with an opinion can put it out there and gets shared a thousand times ten thousand times a hundred thousand times and people literally then all the people who who are like watching this happen say try then have to spend their energy yeah like explaining why jesus can't be a palestinian it's like that's what i have to spend my my time doing now because somebody said the nonsense Understanding of, of the 
authority uh, to ask someone. It's, it's, it, you, yes. Any youth who has exposure to 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 the internet is there's no longer it's like there's no you don't need any more uh, uh, seniors, parents, teachers to ask. You don't that whole concept of how to transmit knowledge and understanding. And this is. Well, they get it from the mountains. It goes into an Indian minus. This is a very, very dangerous thing. I mean, I've seen it, uh, literally seen it happen. The young person is, even if you want a Shiloh, that's it, you know, ask Google the Shiloh. So that's good. There's also the Afei Abodaz for the youth to not take the wisdom of the elders, meaning they put themselves at the center. They get it from TikTok. All the answers are on Google and social media. That's it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. There are so many, so many concepts surrounding Jesus was a Palestinian, I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like there are, there are just a few very basic principles that so many things could be used to. Yeah. Like this yeah. whole concept of Darfei Abu Dazara versus Kodil Lamir. It's like everything could be classic. Everything is that. Yeah. Well, that's why the Rambam is so emphatic about that really the, everything comes from the idea of Yehud Hashem. When you have the idea of Yehud Hashem, it changes the way you have to think, it changes the way you have to act, it changes the way you have to uh, deal with. Uh, uh, you know, with mishpat, it changes the way you have to deal with uh, every aspect of life, including even just the, your methodology in, 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 in learning. So, um, is that the dinosaur one? Yeah, if you're Abraham Lincoln, it's Palestinian. <laughs> 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 That's a very good one. Mozart or something? Mozart? Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Jewish people are the representatives of a Kodesh Baruch from the world. Oh, it is. <laughs> Except the idea that people have that these few Yidden are a disturbance to the world, and the world would be better without them, is this Indian. It's this Indian that, that, that uh, you don't need a Kodesh Baruch in the world. That's exactly what you were saying this, yesterday, this, actually. The, the Jews are the representatives. Yeah. Yeah, representation. This is not a. This is a critical aspect of the whole of, 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 of creation of everything. What we're seeing going on is a real battle for, 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 for what's what's degrees uh, in the. In, in, I mean, they look at they look at it. Say, what a few million Jews are making such a fuss. You know, there's billions of people are are, are suffering and anything. What what is this? Nothing. Who needs that? What are they? You know. The real topic is Hashem, not the Jews. Right, that's exactly what you were saying yesterday. Trying to get rid of it. It's the real occupier. Just like we occupy the land. Often often I notice that the Goyen notice better what's going on than we do. A lot of a lot of times. They they know better what's going on. You know, the Iran issued a video this this week, a threatening video that they're gonna kill the heads of Israel. 
They showed that, uh, that some Israeli uh, like like nerve center, and then they had pictures of the, of the prime minister, and they're sitting there, and they blow it up. At the end, it says, Homan and his friends, in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. Homan, that's right, right. It's from Iran. So they say, this is, uh, you know, Homan and his friends. They're very good, they're shifting narratives. Yeah. It's not, uh, the, the, the evil doesn't uh, just change his names, you know, it's... Uh, the same idea. You come here if you if you hang around here. Now it's very quiet. There's a war, and you see the Christians that come more and more, and even even Arabs that come. You see how they come, and what are they noticing? The Christians, especially, it says in the, they don't have the Mefarshim. They just have the, the Tanakh. They look at it. It says the Yidden, you know, will come back, and they'll be again in Yerushalayim again. And they come here and they look at the book and they say, "Listen, it's happening," you know. Were they telling us stories? This is this is you know. What's it's supposed happening. to be happening, the, the truth right? What is happening? Yeah. What are we up to now? Yeah. Okay. So all right. So we're, we're, what time are we at till nine? Yeah, okay. Let's go to the all right. Let's go. All right. Okay. So uh, all right. So let's do. So Allah Tadikim, Allah Chasidim. So obviously Chesed Tzedek. We talked a little bit about that already. So, so those um, who are doing so typically, tzedek are called tzedekim, right? Tzedekim are, are right. So the, the oh, in the by the um, way, it was sorry. It was supposed to flow from to Allah tzedekim, meaning before that, that's how it would have gone, and that would have made perfect sense because it would fit with the idea of tzedek and 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 chesed, right? So Allah tzedekim, Allah chasidim, Allah shurid, Allah chabed Israel. They also inserted the name there, not anywhere else, because they wanted it to flow that way. Right, right. That the mishpat, that this process of the mish, of the, of the, forwards first. they separated that, meaning it started. They interrupted the, the transition from shoftim. Yeah. for a reason also. From, the same, uh, same right, people who set up the, the, the but, sidur are the people who inserted that there also. Correct, but, but originally it was intended. Before Rabban Gamliel put in laminim v'lamashinim. So right, now, yeah. the fact that they meaning it, it empowers where they placed it because of that also. Right. It, it, they, it seemed, right. I think that it fits yeah. with the idea that they purposely put it at that point because the, the, the leaders of the uh, can't establish a society or their first priority in establishing a society that's going to promote tzaddikim and chasidim and, and, and zikinim and all of the things is not going to happen if there's the force of minut is, is an ever present, you know, a constant threat. So we need, or is not somehow abated or uh, muted. And then ala tzaddikim, so tzaddik and chasid, all these terms have, you know, tzaddik is a, uh, the Rambam defines them and uh, talks about the tzaddik is the person, uh, the chacham or the tzaddik is the person who lives according to the principles of Torah. The chasid is the person who goes beyond that. Right, he's the person who, just like chesed is going is excess, chesed is going beyond. So chasidim are the people who go beyond, uh, who live. Let's say, for example, the person who follows the letter of the law is one level, and the person who who goes beyond that to uh, to live in accordance with the values. Like the the Rabbi Avram ben Arambam talks about it a lot in the beginning of Hamas Speak of the Hashem. I think we talked about that book yesterday, where in the very beginning he talks about Shabbat. Let's say that one person just keeps Shabbat. It's, it's, oh, that's good. And then the next level is a person keeps Shabbat and also learns on Shabbat. And then the, and and the highest level is the person whose entire Shabbat is like the spiritual experience, like above and beyond. You know, it's incredible experience. He talks about right. He talks about these different levels that a person can. Now those are that's a level level of Hasidut, meaning that's going beyond the letter of the law to um, living to observing the law but observing it in such a way that is the most true to the values and the purpose 
that is uh, beyond the law, behind the law. So, Valgeri Atzedek, plate that bits of for him. Those are the Chachamim, right? Uh, asking for them to receive. We also ask for ourselves to be. Uh, in other words, we want to promote the Chazadikim and We also want to be able to emulate them and become like them and uh, and be able to be impacted positively by them. We don't want to be embarrassed, right? That's the that's part of it as well. So what's the what's the basic what's the concept? How does this Allah Tadikim fit in? What are we really asking for? What's the real uh, objective of this bracha? In terms of the, what we've seen so far in the progression of the Amidah, what, how would you uh, how would you describe? Let the ones who sorry, let the. It's very important who who the successful in society are. And we want the success. Meaning, it's kind of like the the what you were saying last night about speaking in the name of a chacham is because that's ultimately elevating those who bring the values that we want into society letting them be successful is what's who are going to be your influencers right right Right. who are going to be your influencers so we it's meaning I always thought it was interesting because it says but really of course Hashem is going to give sachar to the tzaddikim we have to ask Hashem to give sachar to the tzaddikim Hashem gives sachar to the tzaddikim right so so but but not necessarily in a form that's going to lead to us being able to emulate them not necessarily in a way that's going to uh, make them the primary movers and influencers and uh, people who are uh, the uh, the center of attention in the society, and that really makes a difference. We know that. We know that if the people who are the dominant presence in any group are have the wrong values, they're, they're going to be the end. Those are the ones that seem to be successful, and those are the ones who are on top, and those are the ones in positions of power, and those are the ones that have authority. Then, of course, things are going to uh, things are going to turn out very differently than when the dominant, uh, you know, the dominant influence is coming from uh, a source that is good. So, so for the tzaddikim to be supported and to have success, uh, and then the second part being, or not really the second part, but the the sim chelkenu imahem. It makes you right. want to emulate them. The simchel means that that's, that al- that opens the door to us to be able to. Yeah. Because also think about it: if the tzaddik is not in a position where he's able to be available and accessible and engaged, uh, because he's uh, because he's not successful or he's not he hasn't found himself in a position to uh, to do it, uh, or he's competing against very well moneyed. Uh, and very, uh, very successful and powerful forces that are uh, that are that are competing with him for the attention uh, of people. So then he's not going to be able to have the same influence that he would have uh, were he in a better position. So the idea of of the tzaddikim, obviously, from a society that has the good leadership, will come a society that has a strong, which is the shoftim, right? Will come a society that. There, there, there's a good number of tzaddikim and chasidim that flourish in the society. And even the, the, here he has gerea tzaddik, people who of their own accord and of their own will and choice and interest and knowledge, they come to, and the bits of for him, the people who are learning Torah, for, and ziknehim, the people who have the wisdom of experience. All of these people who, who come and uh, create a society around us that encourages us and strengthens us to trust in God. Trusting in God means choosing firmly with conviction to follow the path, follow the way of God and to know that that's the right way. Not to have doubt about it because we'll, uh, and because when a person is lacking in there, what does it really mean to live, to have bitachon in Hashem? It doesn't mean that Hashem is going to do what I want all the time. It means I have bitachon that following the derech Hashem is the right way. 
even when it might seem momentarily or in certain ways that, uh, that things are not going exactly the way uh, I imagined or exactly the way I hoped. It's not exactly what I expected. Um, I know that, fo- that I'm botech b'ashem. I know that following the wisdom of Hashem is the way to go. That's it. So that, and that when you have a society full of people. Now, when you have a society with lots of minut, that's going to be difficult. It's going to hold back those people from flourishing. So I think there's both aspects. It's that the shoftim, their first job has to be to root out the minut, but the, <clears throat> for the sake of society, that allows the tzaddikim, who otherwise maybe wouldn't emerge or wouldn't be able to be successful in influencing and strength and be giving chizuk to the community, it would interfere with that process if you have the minim present. So you have the, you, you're asking for society and environment. Like, look at the environment. Uh, we can compare uh, what, let's say, Great Neck was like 30 or 40 years ago to what it was 20 years ago to what it's like today. How many more people there are learning to walk? How many people there are keeping mitzvot? How it used to be that people were embarrassed that they kept Shabbat and they would, you know, like, because it was not cool. Keep Shabbat. Now it's became like kind of cool to keep Shabbat. People are making videos. I started keeping Shabbat. Before it would be like something that would, they would hide. You know, I've heard stories of people who would like purposely come into the Kenisa from the, from the parking lot so it looked like they drove even though they actually walked. Because you know? they didn't want people to say, oh, that guy's Shomer Shabbat. You know? right? um, now people far, park far away and walk so they pretend that they're Shomer Shabbat because it's cool to be. Whatever. The point is that's good. It's good that people it's, think it's good. It I, I think that's a, that's a level. The person parks far away and walks because they, they know that it's a value to keep Shabbat and they, they want to, part, and they want to be seen doing as doing that. wrong, which is, right. wasn't, wasn't the case. Good. I don't even want to look at the wrong part. I want to look at the right part. They yeah. realize that being Shomer Shabbat is a value that they admire, that's look up point. to, and therefore they, they, they want to be as close, they want to either be seen as doing that or they want to do some of it by walking a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? So, so the, the point is that, that having that culture, it's about the culture, you could say. Really, for them to be successful and blessed, and, uh, and all those who trust in God, meaning all those who live by the word of God, as the, that's their foundation, those people, for them to be successful, creates a culture of tzedek and mishpat and, and Torah and, and following Hashem, and that is mechazek everybody. And that's really what we want as our ideal in Ami Israel. Yeah. I forgot where I read this, but it was, uh, I think it was a quote from one of like, the American uh, forefathers of the American uh, system, constitutional mm-hmm. system, where you said that the system is like inadequate for a godless people. Because for a system to be set up that's a beautiful system, the people have to be good for it to work. Right. Whereas if you have a, right now you see America is like buckling at the seams because the people are no longer... Right, the moral fabric is pulling apart and, the, and so that's, that, that causes... Like long-term security of your, you know, your nation, it's not only important to have a natural justice system that's just... And also but need if the underlying, right, if the underlying values are corrupt or the population, uh, if the values at the core of the society are corrupt and, and the people, therefore, the population, the trends in the population are corrupt then the justice system either will also eventually fall just fall into the hands of those people, or, it will, like or it will be, or <laughs> there's two possibilities. Yeah, America be like rebels. Right. Either the, so. either well, the, uh, are very good. Going in the godless path. That's, right, he's not saying they're there yet. He's saying so. that they're, they're, they're on a bad path. What, what social media did is it amplified the voice of those people who want to make the most noise. No. There's much less, uh, we, 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 we brought in, America brought in a lot of outside people. 
and then allowed them to make a lot of noise and make it look like they are the people. It also depends what parts of America. I think I think there's truth to that. I mean, there are different communities in America. It's a very diverse place. I don't want to. I want to bash all Americans. I'm just saying as a as a rule. As a general principle, if the community, if the values that underlie the system are corrupt, the people, the population is educated in or adopts or embraces values that are corrupt, then the justice system will either be bet, will be circumvented by them, meaning they will minimize its in, influence in their life and, and, and circumvent, or it will eventually fall into the hands of the same corrupt people and just become an instrument of the same corruption. And then you have, you know, that's a, so... <clears throat> is that even when it talks about like in Pibarim, about a king, it's so ambiguous about whether that's a mitzvah or like the Torah puts very little emphasis on the structure of government other than the fact that there should be court systems. But there's no yeah. political system that's very cleanly described in the Mosh. There's not an empowerment. There's empowerments of, of humans. There's not a. Is not, yeah, it's right. never a good idea. The not. of a good society has nothing to do with the structure, it has everything to do with the hearts of the individuals. If the people are good, <coughs> then inevitably the structures, whatever they may be, are going to work. Will work. Will work. Right. And you try to very similar to like George Bush was trying to do, would try to make it right, right. Arab right. countries democratic yeah. when the population just doesn't. Have right. When their values fundamentally are opposed to that, they basically just use the instrument of the government to reestablish a tyrannical. Yeah. That's the same. It's the people good. It's the goodness of the individuals. That's, that's exactly what he's saying. What we're saying, yeah. focuses on midot on a very, very grassroots level, and that's the only way to really create good society. Yeah, and if you look through Parsha Shoftim, just back to that Parsha for one second, even though we weren't learning that Parsha, but we mentioned it before. If you look in that Parsha, there's something very interesting that every government institution, so to speak, involves Kohanim. You know, so like it, it, it always it says you should go to the Shoftim, Ela Shofet, Ela Kohen, Ela Shofet, Right, you have a kohen there. When the melech uh, is appointed, he has to go and get a sefer Torah from the kohanim halviim. He has to go from the kohanim. When it talks about going out to war, they bring a kohen. When it, and everything that is we think of as government, as political, a kohen is always involved, which is a reminder of what the real melech is, the real who the real melech is, and what the real malchut is, and that so that we shouldn't put too much weight, we shouldn't disconnect. Right the idea of human power or human authority or human government from the idea of Hashem's government, which is the ultimate, which is the real. And even the idea that the king of Israel is supposed to build the Beit HaMikdash. The whole point of the government in Israel is to be, is to be a platform for Kiddush Hashem, is to be a platform for the Beit HaMikdash. Yes, I, I, have, I have a quote that I found. Um, yeah, oh. It's John Adams. He says, Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. <coughs> Here's another, another quote by Judge... He, he's a famous Palestinian. Here's <laughs> <laughs> another quote by uh, Supreme Court Justice Learned Hand. Oh, Learned... Yeah, I think it's Learned, I think. I, yeah, he... That, he said, yeah. Liberty lies in the hearts of men and women. When it dies there, no constitution, no law, and no court can do much. Have damage. you ever read his writings? It was a no, really, I mean, in, yeah. this is one of like the really, really interesting classic person. quotes about this idea that, that liberty yeah. lies in the hearts of individuals. No he wrote a, he was a really, really, really interesting person. He wrote a lot of interesting. 
Um, okay, so that's Alat Tzadikim. So now we, uh, should we go try to do one more before we go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so so you have really two elements in that uh, in that bracha, because uh, I mean two which are one. The end is Bonei Yerushalayim. So I mean, once your people are established and, can, and, and they have the right people to look up to, now you can, they have the right culture. They have a culture that's you have a land, imbued. A good system. He's saying the right, the yeah. community. It's coming back now. It's right. established your place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The land was there. Now it's established. We're in the, we're in the land. Right. As, As a community, place, that's a com- I think the community is even more central than the land. I mean, obviously, the land. Not that not that it's not necessary, but no, it is. It is. But I'm saying what the point is that we are gathered in Israel, not just that we're on the land, but that we're gathered as a community on the land. And and now you have Tishkon, but you see that how that's predicated on and that has to be preceded by all of these other steps once you have a just society a society that's pr- proliferating chesed uh, and uh, tzedek and Torah and bitachon and all of the values of Torah now you have tishkon betoch Yerushalayim now you have very interesting I mean it goes by that theme of the midot need to be in order first before Hashem could yeah, be building up the so infrastructure. Be, there, so right, the platform has to be in place. You're building on a weak. You're building on a foundation that's uh, rotted. It's gonna fall. Yeah. So, and then, and you see how Tishkon betoch Yerushalayim is is combined with the Kisei David, the Kisei David of the Chamer Abedochatachi. These two things are put together because the. Um, the next one is also about David. Be, yeah, it's interesting. I, it's interesting what the two, how the two are different, right? But this one is talking about primarily about Binyan Yerushalayim, which involves the primarily, essentially, the building of the Beit Hamikdash, obviously the, the Shekhinah, but as as a, as a from the human perspective, also the Kisei David. In other words, the stability of the the idea of Kisei David Tachin. <coughs> Is the stability of the the political entity of the Jewish people? It's, it's yeah. not the <coughs> right. There is there's a lot of yeah. But even halachically, right? And Shlomo Amelech first had to consolidate the kingdom right. and have everything, all of his uh, everything lined up and everything fully established and and. And fully stable, and only then did he build the did he work on building the Beit Hamikdash. That was the Vatikon Malchutom Meod. Then and then he was you know he was able right. to he was able to build the Beit Hamikdash only at a point where these two things go together. But I had said I've said many times before that the the Beit Hamikdash, even though the goal of the Beit Hamikdash is Kiddush Shem Shamayim, so to send it to the it's a world. political institution. Meaning the Melech and the Sanhedrin they're involved in building the Beit Hamikdash because. It points to what is the ultimate goal of all of the political, the whole political entity of Israel. The ultimate goal is Hashem's malchut, is the Shekhinah, is the Shekhinah being uh, manifest in the world. That's the ultimate point. But you have to have that stable human, meaning if there's an unstable, chaotic, or unjust, or corrupt society, they can't be the host of a Mikdash. The Mikdash will be corrupted and will be transformed into exactly what happened in the times of Yeshayahu. What happened, basically, especially at the times of Bayit Rishon, basically the Beit Hamikdash became yes, corrupted into something that validated the corruption of the people. They used it as a way that I'll go bring a korban 
to make myself feel better about my unjust actions or to somehow make my, I, they, they took for granted that God was there validating and endorsing the way they were living their lives. It became actually it, it defeating its own purpose. And so that you can only really have a meaningful mikdash when you first have a society that's ready and stable and prepared to utilize the mikdash and to benefit from the mikdash. <clears throat> and I say both because it, utilize it meaning as a platform to teach the world about Hashem and benefit from it, you know, as, as what it's supposed to do for us, to focus us on what's truly important and, and, and guide us in our, in our okay. development. It's fascinating. I actually <clears throat> appreciate it. Like, I always think if the whole purpose is for Amisal to spread the Torah, like, maybe it would have been better for us to just remain and don't spread the Torah to whatever nation we're in. And then, and like, you know, you have more direct contact with the women, you know, so yeah, we could be a, you know, that, like, be a that's in closer proximity. Like, why create the, the Medina? But then when you look at it practically, like Manus Friedman was saying when he spoke mm-hmm. in, in the community a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, the, the, mic, the megaphone that Medina creates is so much more, so much greater than the microphone that, that you can ever have in the government. Look at how many people come here from all over the world. Also. And how many people come here? Besides for that, it's it's such an opportunity. It's so beyond any level of of ability we have to spread the word of Hashem when we we do it through the vehicle of the political... Of an entire state. You guys can appreciate why so much of Am Yisrael's mission is founded upon the land. Well, there, there are, there are Agadot that talk about what you said before. There are Agadot that talk about that Hashem sent the Jews into Galut so that they could bring souls back. They bring people to, to, to spread Torah, to find Gerim and Galut and things like that. that there but are Midrash that say that as sort of the silver lining of Galut, but ultimate, ultimately, obviously, the goal is, right. is to come back. It's not about the microphones. We don't have as much of an impact. Right. The power of how much, of, how much of that is our fault? How much of that is our fault? No, no, I think that. I think some of it is our fault. They're just people without a nation, without a country. If we were doing, if we were ideal, people, don't, people wouldn't look down at us. They, the expectation is on us. We, we should be doing that. As, as a whole, our, our, the, 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 the impression, people like people have respect for rich people, for strong people. People have respect for people that can't even manage to run their own affairs. They can't have their own place. It's, it's, right. This is a built-in thing besides what you said. Right. We, have, we have to manage our affairs, and we have to be ideal. We have to manage our affairs. Then people will look up to us. I agree. So if we would have our, our, our own cities, maybe it would start. If they were idealistic, maybe. Right. I hear that. Yeah. It's so important to the mission of our own people. Yeah. Until you see it practically, like, wow, there is a massive difference between the light we would spread through the political Entity rather than just being scattered around. Yeah, but it's not, it's not just about the voice, it's also about the demonstration. Meaning, the point of the purpose of, of being uh, um, in our own land is because in your own land, uh, I'm not going to show the values. You can create an ideal society yeah. and then people will mimic that it. That reflects yeah. the values. Right, but that, yeah. but that, 100%. Not be swallowed up by another state. Which is what I thought was the baseline. That's what I thought was all the yeah, baseline. But then you realize that living in the world today that the amount of how, like, I always think, imagine we had a leader of Amisrael who's like a Mamash Yireh Shalayim and would focus on these basic concepts of the Torah. Like, he, the whole world is always listening to what 
and the leader of Amisal has to say. Right. You know There's what a you know what a voice that is. It's the most incredible opportunity for Kiddush Hashem that you could never achieve in Galut beyond just creating a nice society that people can. It's one of the interesting things, and about you know, obviously part of the plan from the beginning that this tiny country tiny little country should be the most insignificant place in the world not a day goes by that it's not in every international news not a day not a day goes by right and at this tiny place by by any quantitative measure what is the political Baruch significance that's or, a good thing right so I'm saying it, it we're always in the spotlight we're always in the spotlight and that's like one of the incredible things and think about over history how many wars have been fought to control this yeah. uh, this piece of real estate it's like this tiny piece of real estate what's the what's the attraction of <clears throat> yeah. the real big battle of is it against Hashem or not Hashem versus the people will the people be among themselves or will they be among it goes back to Gan Eden we're still fighting we're, we're still uh, want to be Kelohim Yod Etovara that hasn't changed yeah. It seems to be the conclusion of all the tefillah. Then Shema Kodim was just like... The conclusion is that when, is when it? you get to the point where you could spread the word of the thing through the political system and the whole world... So but I, but, yeah, I, and I, you I have wonder... Leader, can be the, that I wonder... Um, I'll go very close to Mashiach. Yeah. There's so much opportunity. Getting there. I wonder... I one thing that I wonder about it is, though, that, that's interesting, is that in the Bachav Tishkon, right, in the Bonei Shalim, it also mentions Vikisei David Abdechamer B'Dochat 
And then it again says, It's a machtavid avdachamer atatzmiach. I have a theory. <clears throat> What's your theory? I want to hear. I think I'm curious. It, I think because first we have, we have to rally behind the leader. And then the leader has to be able to spread the message to everyone in the world. Because at the end they were amlachet kohanim, we're kadosh. But how be, could there be a Kisei David Avducha Mer Avducha Tachin without a Tzemach David? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how is that two separate to, requests? To support, uh, to support uh, your but, point, um, yeah. Rabbi, Rabbi Kellerman has in his Tekindo uh, Soul book, he has like the three components of parenting, like building, planting, and, and, uh, yeah. and praying. It's fascinating that uh, the, the Bracha Bonei Yerushalayim is like exactly followed by Matzmiach Kerein Yerushalayim. It's like Tzomeach, like the like you, you first you set you set the groundwork, you lay out the framework, and then you you, you have the growth. Right, I'm thinking. Right, I'm thinking that maybe like it's similar to uh, similar to uh, like the Hoshana that we say in Hoshana Rabbah, or like even in Halel when we say Anash Moshiana, that even, that even as there's the success of establishing Malchut Beit David, establishing Beit Hamikdash. The 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 tzmicha and the keren Yeshua. Let's be keren Yeshua. Keren is the pride. That literally means the horn, right? It's the. It has to do with the not just having a society. Meaning the ultimate aim of Am Yisrael is not just to have, you know, the Malchut Beit David and the Beit Hamikdash. It's to, it's the salvation of the world, right? Like we. We pray for like on Sukkot, the Shivim Umot, and we have the, we're asking, even though we just had Yom Kippur, we're asking Anash Moshiana. Meaning that we recognize that even though we have been saved and redeemed and renewed and, you know, as a result of Yom Kippur, we still have to ask for salvation because the world hasn't been redeemed. Right? And, the, and part of that is for us first to create this model society, create the society that has the Kisei David, create the society that has the Beit HaMikdash, and then Matzmiach Keren Yeshua is for that to, from that will uh, the, the salvation, meaning the universal salvation, not just the salvation of Am Yisrael, is going to flourish because that's really the ultimate end game. The ultimate end game is that the entire world come to a recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Jewish people, and that would be, the, that would make sense why that's the last individual request, meaning all the, the Shema Kolenu is sort of a, a Chakolelet, it's, it's including everything, so we'll get to that next time. So but if you look at the process of uh, all these Bachot and how they build, they go from seeking knowledge all the way to uh, salvation of the world, it makes sense, the progression that we, you know, that we see yeah. so th- in the individual. Three times a day, the blueprint for what we have to do as an um yeah. is set for us in front of us. And we're supposed to be... Re- lowest level personal... And yeah. think about if a person... Now, if a person really reflects on this when they're praying and they're really thinking about the different activities that they... Right, if you think about the different activities you're doing during the day and what your priorities are during the day and why you're doing what you're doing, and, the, and you think of it in light of these bachot, shouldn't it change some of what you do or some of how you do it or some of why you do it because you're bringing it more into line with these values and with these requests that you're making from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means that you're saying that it's not just for me. It's, been, it's given to me by Hashem as an instrument to serve Hashem and that means that I have to be thinking about 
the way I'm approaching these things, what I'm doing to either further these ends myself or, or distance myself from them. And how I, and, and given that I'm doing it, not just for my, I don't just want this for my own sake or for my own personal or selfish reasons, but I want it in order to serve Hashem to his, for his plan to be realized in the world. That means that the way I do it has to be consistent with that objective as well. So Bezvat Hashem, we'll, I guess we'll try to finish off on Shabbat or, yeah. or something. Okay. Or Motzei Shabbat. Yeah, so 